Visitor to the Shrine of Light, that which imprisons and purifies the ancient evil. You have done well to reach this place. We offer this light that will cleanse you of evil. May the light of blessing grant you the strength you seek. Welcome to the Sticky Buds Podcast. <laughs> it's glad to have you all back. Or if you're new to the podcast, welcome. This is a podcast. My name is Brandon. And I'm Blake. And we talk about the games we love. And today we're going to talk about a game that's been on our radar for a really long time. We're super stoked to record this episode. Blake, do you want to say the title of this game? Yeah. <laughs> Breath of the Wild. <laughs> the Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. We're here, man. We're yeah. finally here. Drum roll, please. Oh, man. I have just been so excited for this, man. How are you feeling, dude? How are you feeling about this title? Dude, I'm feeling really, really happy. I feel like my expectations have been met and that's really surprising because they were exceedingly high. How about you? Dude, I don't want to get too much into it right now, but I'm right there with you, man. But dude, I cannot, honestly, I don't think I can remember a more hype game, like a more anticipated game. And for me, I mean, it totally lives up to it. But what about you? Can you think of a game that's been more anticipated than Tears of the Kingdom? Man, that's a great question. You know, I think back to my Call of Duty days, I think maybe like a good like Black Ops 2, that was a huge release. I remember people were really excited about Black Ops 2, maybe like a Pokemon release, mm -hmm. like those really get a lot of traction. Oh, when Super Smash Bros. was coming out mm. for the Switch, that was huge. I remember people were very, very excited to play that on the new platform. Yeah, that's a good How about one. you? What are some big releases? The only one that comes to mind is Elden Ring. Oh, yeah, that was huge. I can't believe that one slipped my mind. That's a big but one. But I've got to be honest, man. I feel like, you know, Elden Ring didn't really do it for me, but Tears of the Kingdom, man. That's fair. It's doing it for me. So, dude, this is crazy. So before we get into it, I kind of just wanted to tell you a little bit about the game, just to kind of like set the stage. So how long do you think this game has been in development? If I had to guess off the top of my head. Yeah, just off the top of your head. Like, what's your gut? Given the timeline of a past game, I would say anywhere between four and eight years. That's pretty good. <laughs> I mean, that's a four-year gap. Left yourself a lot of room, but you're right. The development of this took about six years. So Breath of the Wild came out wow. in 2017, which is crazy. Think about a six-year project. That's longer than it took me to graduate from college. <laughs> Yeah, truly. They've been working on this a long time. I think it's funny when Breath of the Wild came out, I was still in college and it kind of like, I mean, there were kind of rumblings. It took like a couple years for me to be like, oh my gosh, I'm going to play this game. So it came out when I was in college. I heard a lot about it. Was never really a Zelda fan. And then, you know, we started the pod. You convinced me to get a Switch. Loved Breath of the Wild. And here we are, man. Great call by BP. <laughs> <laughs> That was a good call. Yeah, man. Now we're here. Tears of the Kingdom, the sequel to Breath of the Wild, which really left an impact. And I mean, go ahead and listen to some of our older episodes. There are a ton mm -hmm. where we talk about that title, and rightfully so. That is a legendary game that I feel people will play for years to come. 
especially after a title like this one, I feel myself, I don't know about you, Blake, but I feel like I need to go back and kind of close up some loose ends on Breath of the Wild. Yeah, you know, it's interesting that you say that. So I spent 120 hours in Breath of the Wild. We kind of talked, like Brandon said, we talked about it a ton at the beginning of this podcast. And, you know, I kind of picked it up and played it for like 40 hours and then kind of like set it down, didn't really pick it up again. And then I moved to a new place and I had some things going on in my personal life and I just needed a game to fall into. And I fell headfirst into Breath of the Wild and I checked my playtimes today and all said and done, I put 120 hours into Breath of the Wild, Sheesh. which that's, that's a lot. That's a lot for me. I normally bounce after like 10, 15 on a game. I mean, that's truly like 10 games for me, like 10 games worth of playing, you know, within Breath of the Wild. And I just had such a grand experience with it. But I got to tell you, Brandon, I didn't do everything. I didn't even come close. There is so much there that is still left for me to discover. So I do kind of want to go back, but I do kind of feel like I put a pin in it. Like I did beat the game, did defeat Ganon. But I will say about Breath of the Wild, the ending, it kind of seems like it's kind of anticlimactic. Like it's more about your journey, more about experiencing the world, and it's less about actually defeating Ganon in Breath of the Wild. And it's really about like the friends you meet along the way. What kind of epic moments did you have? And I think that's a good place to kind of pick up Tears of the Kingdom. For me, I'm really excited to get more into it. It just feels like the discovery is just all there again. But what about you? What do you feel like you have left untouched in Breath of the Wild? All the shrines, all the different shrines that I didn't get to. And Ganon, I've yet to get that Master Sword. I got my hands on it at the start of Tears of the Kingdom. I was thinking for a second, should I spoiler <laughs> or not? But I mean, that's pretty much the start of the game. Yeah. But I, you know, I got my hands in the Decayed Master Sword and I was like, oh, there's it. Like, I'm finally... <laughs> you finally got it. But, you know, it felt wrong because I hadn't earned it. Mm-hmm. So now I feel like I got to go back to Breath of the Wild and like play with the Master Sword and it's like, you know, it's, it's ultimate form, so to say. You know, man, I really don't think you need to. So I guess okay. before we get too much further, I guess we will say a quick little blurb about, I guess, the spoilers here. I think we're going to pretty much talk about Breath of the Wild spoilers, but for Tears of the Kingdom... We're going to try and keep it very like early stages just because the best part about this game is discovering things for yourself and seeing it for yourself and just having that experience. So if you want to keep it fresh, just go pick up this game and play it without listening to anything else. Like This game totally holds up. It's got Blake's stamp of approval on it. I don't know about you, Brandon, but just go check it out and then come back here. But we'll try and keep it pretty spoiler light. But anyway, so on to the Master Sword. I will say, man... I don't really think, I mean, it's cool to have. I think that my favorite part about having the Master Sword was just to take screenshots with. (laughs) But I mean, so it's kind of unique, right? Because there's like the weapon degradation. So like if you have a weapon in Breath of the Wild, you'll use it and it'll break. And the Master Sword, it doesn't break. It kind of runs out of energy and you need to recharge it. And I think the recharge is like 10 minutes. So essentially, it's an item in your inventory that, like, it takes up a weapon inventory slot. They don't give you another one. And it just, you can't get rid of it. You can't drop it. You can use it. And then when it breaks, it just needs to recharge. I see. So, I mean, it is pretty powerful, but there are 
more powerful weapons in the game. And I don't know, I kind of really found myself using it in situations where it was like, like you wouldn't really want to use the master sword, but it's like, oh, I don't really want to break my other weapons. So it's kind of weird because it, I don't know, the way that you kind of interact, or maybe it was just me, but the way that I interacted with the world is I would use it on like lower enemies because I was like, oh, I don't want to use my good weapon right now. Like, because I know the master sword is, is like, it's not going to break. So in some ways that that's kind of interesting. But yeah, I don't really know how much we've touched on. I'm sure we talked about it in a previous episode, but how do you feel about weapons breaking? For me personally, I don't really like it that much. It's like you go and you find a cool thing and then it's like, oh, I'm going to use it and it's going to break. How do you feel about that? I like the mechanic, actually. I've grown to love it because it allows for me to, or rather it incentivizes me to go and try new weapons, pick up, scavenge for new new swords, new clubs, Mm -hmm. new spears, try out different approaches. And I really enjoy the fuse ability and the different combinations that it's giving me as far as, you know, the different weapon types and the different weapons I can make. You know, it's really cool to be able to put a huge boulder on a spear and then just Mm -hmm. push enemies away with that or vice versa, like put like a huge rock on a a huge club and then just swing that around. Like it's, it's really fun to just see the different combos I can come up with. And it's like something we were saying earlier, as far as like the discovery element, Mm -hmm. I feel that with the weapons. I'm always finding like a new sword or like a new silhouette of a sword. Like, oh wow, like I've never seen this sword. And I find myself kind of like hoarding them to say, or like, oh, I'm not going to mm-hmm. use that sword for now because I don't want it. I want to hold on to that sword. It's really cool. And I want to mm-hmm. combine it with something cool later. And I feel like if my swords lasted forever, it would take away from that element, that like scarcity of my weapons. Yeah. I, yeah. I've kind of grown to like it. Yeah. So I get, I guess really quick, yeah. So one of the new abilities in Tears of the Kingdom that was not present in Breath of the Wild is this feature called Fuse. And you kind of like find objects around the world and you can fuse them to weapons. Like a knight sword, for example, you can pretty much, you know, fuse anything to it. And there's a lot of different objects that like enemies drop or you can just find them throughout the world. And when you fuse them, they can create either their own weapon or they could just be like Brandon said, like a sword with a rock on the end of it. I think that's kind of how, you know, Tears of the Kingdom is trying to, to, I guess, fix the weapon degradation system that they had in Breath of the Wild. It's like, I just hear so many people that I've talked to are like, oh, I got this cool weapon, but I don't really want to use it. And then in this one, like Brandon said, you're really incentivized to use it just because you can fuse it to different things. How much have you got to experiment with this fuse mechanic, Brandon? A lot, Blake, because it's just so silly to me, and, and I love it. <laughs> just being able to, like, oh, can I fuse with this? Can I fuse with this? I love just playing around with the mechanic and seeing what I can or cannot. I should start, like, a segment on the show called Will It Fuse? Will It Fuse? Just go around <laughs> testing different things in the, Zelda, in the game, seeing if it What's the craziest problems. thing you've fused? The craziest thing I've fused with? Probably a snowball. I was like, there's no way I'm going to fuse with this massive snowball. And I somehow did. And the snowball like got smaller over time, which is a really cool mechanic. Oh, that's interesting. I fused an icicle onto the end of a spear. 
and it turned into like a magical i don't know if magical is the right word but like when you hit an enemy with it it like freezes the enemy that's really cool what's your favorite thing to fuse with would it be that well i guess i'll say i don't love the fuse and i think that the reason i don't like it that much is mostly like aesthetic i just think it looks so goofy to have like a rock at the end of a sword <laughs> like, like it's really when you're silly. running it like run it pixelizes into the ground which i think is pretty funny because that's something that someone had to think about like what are we going to do about that like are we going to cause it to like shift the thing up or are we just going to like let it pixelate i guess it probably was like easier to just let it yeah let the engine do what it does <laughs> yeah i've had some funny combinations like i actually i did one fuse recently and i was like i'm not even gonna mess with this like i'm just gonna reload my save file and i had like got this off an enemy it was like a huge horn it kind of looked like a bullhorn to where it went horizontal to the ground like vertical to i guess perpendicular to some you know like a bull like it's just like very wide you know it's like kind of like goes out yeah (laughs) I don't know if I described that very well. It was a, it was a parabola. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a parabola shape. And I thought that if I fused that to the sword, it would become like the sword blade. But it didn't. It just kind of like looked like a T. So it looked like there was like a sword <laughs> with like this bullhorn on the end of it. And I was like, I'm not even going to use this. Like there's that no looks, way. <laughs> no, yeah, that's hilarious. You thought you were going to have like this really sick contraption of like a horn. Yeah, and it, and it looks like, so dumb. <laughs> Yeah, this is, you got like this crazy tea. Like, just that's hilarious. Yeah, not it. But one of the things that I really like is that there are certain things that if you fuse like certain items to swords or other weapons, they become like totally new weapons. Yeah, like they it, like changes like both parts of it, and they fuse into something new, and that is really cool. And I find one of those. Right. It's like oh, these fit together. And I really like that. Are you talking about like when you put like a flame thing on it or a fan on your weapon? No. So there's, okay, they're called construct horns. So there's little like robots that kind of roam the sky island. And those are called constructs. And some of them are friendly and some of them are enemies. And they drop these things called construct horns. And some of them are called like Captain Construct Horn or Soldier Construct Horn 2. So like they look different, but if you connect those to like a sword base, the Construct Horn becomes the blade of the sword. What? And it kind of like fuses to the handle. So it like, it's really interesting. So like I have like a Traveler's Sword in my inventory. And if I took that Traveler's Sword and I fused it to one of these construct horns it totally changes the shape of both of them and it becomes like an original sword so are you telling me this is a way to like retain swords or hold on to weapons that are that you like not exactly because it doesn't really affect the degradation of it oh. but like if you have a sword and you want to make the sword more powerful you can fuse the blade with something that but that looks like a blade. So the construct horns, they kind of look like sword blades. I've seen them, yeah, when you pick them up and find those little like machinery like contraptions. Yeah, yeah. And then there's some that like they kind of look like axes. And if you put those on the end of something, like it'll turn into kind of like an axe or something like that. So like you can kind of tell like I picked up another kind of horn and it looks like a hammer head. So like some of these I guess monster parts that fall off of the 
like moblins or, or I guess whatever kind of enemy they are, they'll drop items that you can fuse with weapons and they'll create like brand new weapon types, which is really cool. I think they kind of showed that off in the, like the trailers for it, but they mostly did like fusing like a stick to a rock. I see. Yeah, that's really cool. I didn't really know that that they did that. I didn't know about that mechanic. I'm going to go play around with that now, like after we record and see experiment because I probably have a lot of those. Yeah, I mean, it really makes combat a lot easier once I figured that out because I was like, all these weapons just kind of stink, which I guess we should kind of say like all the weapons have like gloom attached to them or something. Basically, you know, in the inciting events of the game, you kind of find out later that all of like I talked to an NPC they're like, yeah, we were just kind of standing around the camp and, and there's these tentacles kind of came out of the ground and they broke all the weapons. So that's kind of why you have to like fuse the weapons. It's like the lore reason, which I thought was kind of cool. But do you want to talk about some of the other abilities that Tears of the Kingdom has? Yeah. What's your favorite ability? Oh, man. I like Ultra Hand. I think it's pretty cool yeah. that you can just kind of like build whatever. I do really like that. Do you want to take a crack at describing what Ultra Hand is, Brandon? Ultra Hand is pretty much like telekinesis. Yeah. With the limit. It is kind of like telekinesis. You can only reach out so far and grab things. Mm-hmm. You can only go up a certain height. So there are limitations. But it is very much like telekinesis. It allows you to attach things together. It allows you to levitate things, bring things together, build contraptions, take them apart. It's really, really useful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess like if you've seen people build things, like build like gliders or cars or any kind of contraption, like they're using Ultra Hand. And you use Ultra Hand to solve a lot of puzzles. And I found it really interesting. Like I recently had to solve a puzzle. And like Brandon said, you can only go out so far with Ultra Hand. And I needed to grab something that was further out then like the ultra hand would let me and I was like how am I gonna do it it was in a shrine and I was like how am I gonna grab this thing I can't grab it with ultra hand but I can see I can grab it with ultra hand but it's too far away and then I kind of noticed there were like some like sticks laying around and I like took the sticks I ultra handed them together and then I was able to like reach back out and that was long enough for me to attach the sticks to the other thing and I was kind of able to bring it towards me so I thought that was really interesting, like how they've been doing that. Yeah. Man, Ultra Hand's really cool. I feel like we're just scratching the surface with it though. And I, I don't know, I just feel like I've messed around with it so much, but I feel like I can't really speak confidently to it just because there's so much that you can do with it. You know what I mean? It really is. And, you know, you're right. It's early in the game. We're still kind of learning its functionality. Mm-hmm. There's been situations where, well, actually I should preface this by saying, I didn't want to search up anything going into this game. Like I didn't want to search up, oh, how do I get through this shrine or get through this part? Yeah, I've because gone in I, pretty blind myself. I've been trying to just like keep it fresh and keep that like aspect of discovery. And also it feels good when you're able to like get through a shrine and you know, just intuit yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I digress. I really, really enjoy Ultra Hand. I feel like it's that trump card when like your mm. back is against the wall. And you're not sure what to do, you can likely ultra hand your way out of that situation. It's, yeah, definitely. Uh, it's really, really cool. Like, I've built little bridges to get across things. Mm-hmm. I've built boats. I've built, 
I haven't built a car. I'm curious to build a car. I could see how you might be able to with like the little things that are. I just kind of built something and it had like wheels on it. I don't know. It was kind of just like a flat platform that had wheels on it. And I recently kind of built something like that. And I was like, oh, this worked. This is pretty cool. <laughs> that's awesome. How do you steer on those things? That's the thing. Because I imagine you put the wheels on it, you put the fin, but then you're just going to. Yeah, so I think there actually is a steering wheel. However, I just kind of lined it up. And I'll, I also like my battery, which I guess we should say, like, you can, you use these devices called Zonai devices, and you can also use that with Ultra Hand, like a fan, for example, or like a rocket or like a glider or a balloon and they have things like that and they run on this battery that you have that you're given at the beginning of the game and like my battery is really small i haven't figured out how to upgrade it yet so everything that i do only lasts for like a, a couple seconds just because i can't really go very far with what i have have you upgraded your battery at all i haven't i still have those like little three cells and i haven't really paid much attention yeah. to like, my zonai devices and whatnot i really should like try to understand that a little better because it, it seems like you could really it could change the game for you it can make it a lot simpler if you use like for example if you put a flame on it or on your sword or you know yeah i haven't really been using them for combat i've been using them for like exploration but like there is one that it's truly like a flamethrower yeah. and if you attach that on like the end of a stick it turns into a flamethrowing spear. So yeah, I guess you could. But you also can use those flame emitters on a balloon and it turns into like a hot air balloon. Oh wow, that's so cool. And I just ran into like a balloon for the first time. Or like I had run into balloons and I'd had to like use it with the flame emitter, but I just like found one and like it's in my inventory now for like the first time. So yeah, man, it's crazy. Like we we're just like, just getting to the, the beginning of this. And we actually have two more abilities that are new that I want to go over. But before we do, something you just said, it just like tripped my mind. You know, in Breath of the Wild, we talked a lot about tools and like how the world just succeeded because you were able to use the tools. And that just made the world so much more explorable and enjoyable because you were like, yeah, you were following the quest, but you were also just like, experimenting with the tools that they gave you right and for me it feels like the tools that they gave you in this game are way better suited to exploration and combat and just having like a good time right it's kind of like they change the tools to make the experience better do you feel that way at all they definitely did i definitely do feel that way the whole exploring aspect of the game has a whole different facet to it where as Breath of the Wild, I was really used to just running and climbing everywhere. And, mm -hmm. you know, now that I can fly somewhere or like ascend, which I would mm -hmm. say is probably my favorite ability, just to like be able to ascend all the way through, like phase through matter and go to the top of something. Yeah, that's And really then you cool. can glide all the way to like a location you need to go to. Man, that's a real game changer for me. Yeah, yeah. I find myself forgetting about Ascend all the time. Dude, <laughs> but that one's so Ascend useful. is a sleeper. And not to mention Rewind. I'm thinking about Rewind. Mm -hmm. like one of the cooler things I did, and this is on the topic of like navigating the world, exploring the world, using tools to explore. The little like bird kind of like 
you know what I'm talking about? Like the green bird mm-hmm. thing? Like the glider? I think it's called the, the glider. glider. I was able to like intuit a way to get the glider to go off the ground for me. Oh man. Like a lift How'd you do it? Using rewind. So you like lifted it with ultra exactly. hand, got on it, and then hit I was rewind. Like, what am I gonna do to like get this thing? I was originally just putting fans on the back of them. I was That's I was what attaching I did too fans, for a while. and the fans were like that was a really it worked, but it was a bit reckless, and sometimes I would waste them. So what I ended up doing was just ultra, I would ultra hand it and like kind of set the trajectory that I wanted to go in, and then I would mm-hmm. just rewind it. Yeah, that's a good way. When I learned that right there it changed the game for me because i was like dude this is crazy because then i started thinking about other things i need to do that that with right and there's just like oh man this game is just they did their thing with that like it it really yeah that's really cool that much more interesting and it it feels new it feels fresh and and that's what i enjoy keeps me coming back Yeah, yeah absolutely yeah i did something similar where i like I needed to get up to a certain platform, but I couldn't figure out how to get up there. And I just took something that was on the ground, lifted it all the way up and then set it on the ground and then stood on top of it and hit rewind. And then it just like took me right up there and I just like walked off it. Yeah, I see. Like a little, when in doubt, just use your creativity and the abilities you already Mm -hmm. have. And you can likely figure out a way to get through it with just the things you already have in your inventory. And it's, yeah it's really interesting how that plays out they did a great job yeah it's really awesome i guess something that i wanted to bring up with you we're i feel like we both have that like engineering mind i feel like that is just so engaged when i play this game i'm like these spatial puzzles and like using the tools different things like i feel like i'm really i feel like that is just like being activated that like engineering brain for sure just being able to put these contraptions together i feel like that's what i wanted to do as a kid, like I remember wanting to take things apart mm-hmm. and like rebuild them and like put things together, but not really having the one like the word with all like the knowledge to do it, but two, the reality of it, like you know these mm-hmm. things are are expensive and you need a lot of tools like to do it in real life, but in the game I could just like ultra hand something, attach it, and then play around. If I don't like the configuration, I can unstick it and then put it in a different way. Like it's just. It's really cool how it allows me to create and get around the world with my creation. Yeah, yeah, it's so awesome, man. I'm just having like such a good time with it. Seriously. <laughs> I feel like it's truly just like occupying my unconscious brain. Like I'll just be sitting there, I'll be like, oh man, I'm really interested in, in Breath of the Wild. <laughs> or Tears of the yeah, Kingdom, Jesus. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just like, I just want to be playing Tears of the Kingdom right now. Like, I just want to hop in it and try this new thing. I find myself doing that, too, a lot. I'm just like, I'm getting that very, like, human instinct of, oh, well, what's over there? <laughs> oh, yeah. I did this. Yeah, this totally. is cool. I finally, oh, I finally got up up that summit. Oh, but what's on that one? Like, what's over there? And it's yeah, so open there. to the point where, like, there's a main story, but it seems like you could brand, like, you could take any route through it Mm -hmm. you don't necessarily have to follow like a set path and i really like that about it right yeah and everybody's path is going to be different which is one of the coolest things about it right and that's another reason why i don't want to search up anything because i feel like that'll alter my path and and make it yeah yeah it won't be yeah that's kind of how i'm feeling too like i'm really just trying to like kind of discover things on my own and 
and see where my curiosity takes me. Yep. But let me, not to, I might try and push you towards one way really quick. Have you tried to fuse anything to your shield? Yeah, I put a fan on my shield, which is really useful because I had the idea because it just blows things back while you're protecting yourself. And I found myself protecting myself a lot, especially as the weapons don't really do too much damage. So... Well, you gotta fuse them. You gotta fuse them. Once you start fusing them, once I start making new weapons, weapons. yeah, they start. <laughs> I gotta start using those uh, Zonai thing, like the the weapons you were talking about earlier. But yeah, so far I've only put a fan on my shield, and that's been really useful. I think I'm gonna try flame emitter next. Can you put a stone on your shield? Like, what what's the advantages of having? Ah, uh, I don't think the stone really does anything. But there, <laughs> there's one thing. That man, this is just so cool. So I kind of just like randomly stumbled across the shrine and it had rockets in it. Have you stumbled across the rockets yet? No. Rockets? Yeah, truly like rockets. No. So it's one of the Zonai devices. You'll find it eventually. I honestly, I found it once. I haven't been able to find any more. So I don't know where they're at. But I attached a rocket to my shield and I like pulled my shield out and the rocket just like shot up. So like me as Link, just like I went up like a hundred feet and then the rocket blew up and it broke my shield and I was just falling. <laughs> I was able to like pull up my glider and I was like, I just shot up like a hundred feet in the air in the game. I was able to just like go, which was just crazy. So try, try experimenting with that. Like if you find something like throw it on your shield too. Throwing your shield, you said? Oh, no, just, like, throw the device on the shield. Oh, okay, okay. Because, like, I put that rocket on there, and I was just like, oh, that was so cool. I really want to put, like, something with wheels on it. What do you mean, something with wheels on your shield to, like, protect so if someone hits it, it like, rolls No, to, like, ride it. Oh. Because I was in a shrine, and there was, like, a bunch of, like, you know how there's these, like, mine carts, and they have, like, rails? Yeah. I think there's, like, a metal and like the metal was also grinding on the rails. So like I took a piece of that metal and I fused it to my shield and then I did like a surf on the shield that had the metal attached to it and I like grinded on the rail. Like I didn't even need the minecart. Holy cow. And that was so cool. I tried to do it outside of the shrine and like it kind of just busted. There's like a couple things I've seen that have like wheels on them. And I'm like, I wanna fuse that to my shield. Like I bet that would be really cool. So I bet you'd be able to like skateboard on it. Yeah, you probably can. That's really cool. Now we're going to be able to skate in, in the Legend of Zelda. <laughs> man, there are just so many things, man. It's so cool. Yeah, just like the experimentation is just awesome. Do you want to talk about where we've kind of gone and kind of where we started? I guess we haven't even really talked about the Sky Islands. Would you like to talk about the Sky Islands a little bit? Yeah, I'm not going to talk about the Sky Islands. I'm not too familiar with them, though. I mean, only besides the start of the game. Right now, yeah. I'm playing the quest where I think I'm, like, going to start really exploring the Sky Islands because I'm, like, climbing up mm -hmm. with the help of Tulin, who, like, gives me these gusts of wind that allow me to, like, kind of get through, like, these different platforms in the sky. I'm, like, slowly yeah. but surely climbing up and getting up to, like, this cloud in the sky where apparently Princess... Zelda might be in because Tulin said he saw her, which, yeah. sorry for the spoiler. Well, that's okay. I feel like that really wasn't that much of a spoiler. I mean, I guess we could go further into it, but just for the sake of spoilers, if you know who Tulin is, you know, I also I also did that quest line a little bit ago, 
So I do know what you're talking about. But if you know who Tulin is, you know. If you don't know, you'll find you'll stumble across him someday. But yeah, that's interesting. That doesn't really help you explore the Sky Islands that like too much. Like that's kind of just like well, I don't know. I don't, I'll keep it spoiler for you. I guess you could. I don't know. Anyway, we're gonna we're gonna stay away from that. But yeah, like the Sky Islands. Like I really haven't done much either. I've kind of really only the starting areas where I spent the most time. But that's just because the world's just so different. Like there's so much to do, so much to explore. Like I'm really excited to get into those. I really liked just the vibe of the Sky Islands. Like it felt like they were very zen. Like did they have the leaves have like a yellow tint to them? Leaves have a yellow tint to them. It felt like very autumnal to me when I was up in the Sky Islands. Does it kind of have like a yellowyish hue to it? I could say that, yeah. That's kind of how it looks to me, but like I am colorblind, so I'm kind of like, I don't know. But that's how it felt. It felt very fall to me. Does it not feel fall to you when you're up there? I can see that. Like the color scheme on the like bricks. Yeah. I can see that. And then also the vegetation mm-hmm. that's up there does feel very fally. Very autumn. Okay. I can okay. See yeah, I've really been having a good time just going up there. It seems like you're going up there easily, Blake. How are you getting up there so easily, if you don't mind me asking? Okay, yeah. So you know when you, you're you in the map, or like, you know when you unlock new sections of the map? Or like oh. like the towers? Have you done oh, a tower yet? Yes, that's just went over my head. I see. So the towers, it's actually, man, that is so cool. I'm glad that we came to that. Because... In Breath of the Wild, you had to do these like crazy climbing puzzles where you like climbed these towers and then you unlocked the map and that's like it unlocked a portion of the map and you could see it and you could like fast travel back there and then you could jump off and glide. But in this game, they've kind of reconstructed these all over the world in different places and they're like a, I think they're called like survey towers and essentially you kind of walk in it and then they shoot you up into the sky and then there's like this really cool like animated cutscene, and they kind of like there's this really cool animation where Link's like taking pictures of the area and that's kind of how he like discovers it. But if you pull your chute at the top, you can kind of like there's maybe an island or two that you can get to, but then you kind of have to use your Zonai devices to get to the other islands. But like you should be able to land on a couple just from just shooting up into that and then gliding to them. That's good to know, because now, that totally went over my head, but now whenever I run into those towers, I'm just going to spend some time to... What I found is I had to, like, shoot back up, like, I'd shoot all the way up, and then I'll, a couple times, like, I missed it, and then I was just falling back to Hyrule, and I had no stamina, so I had to, like, fast travel back to the (laughs) the bottom of the tower, or I was like, I'm going to die if I don't. But then it, like, took me a couple times to, like, figure out that, like, yeah, you can totally make it to the other islands from just doing that jump, which is really cool. So let me tell you about this sky island that I came across. So it was very tiny, like it was a very tiny sky island, like there's just one building on it. And I like got there and then there was this huge crystal and it had like a laser pointing down to it. And I was like, okay, you had to kind of like follow the laser. So I jumped off the island and I like was following the laser and there was like a whirlpool in the river and I like went down into the whirlpool and then it like popped me out in a dungeon and then I needed to take the crystal through that like whirlpool into the dungeon and then place it somewhere and then a shrine appeared 
And that was just like so cool. Like I didn't know that there was even whirlpools and then you could like fall through the whirlpools into a dungeon. Like that was just so cool to me. When you do that, like that's a really cool one. That is really cool. I need to really explore that facet some more. And it's it's amazing to me that that whole part of the game, I didn't even feel the need to like explore it because there's just yeah. so much to explore down in like the mainland for me. Yeah, there's but so much, dude. It's crazy. I really need to, because I'm always wondering, like, I always feel like I don't have enough resources. And I feel like mm-hmm. I could just be missing them from these different, like, sky towers. I could be just... I've been feeling that way, too, man. I've been like, what am I missing? Right. What am I missing? Yeah, I feel the same way. So, I don't know. Maybe we're missing something. Maybe there's... <laughs> maybe there's something else. Could, it's very possible, especially with a game like this, that we're missing, like, a facet of the game that's, like, fundamental to playing it. Yeah, we just don't need to know yet. That I'm sure if we went, like, in a YouTube video, we'd, like, it'd click right away, but... Yeah, I mean, so much of this is just experiencing it for yourself and, like, just the discovery, really, so... It really is. Yeah. All right. I don't really have too much else to say, man. Do you want to wrap it up, or...? Yeah, I think I'm going to wrap it up. I don't really have too much else to say unless you want to get into some spoilers, but I don't want to do that to our listeners. No, I think we're going to be talking about this game for a long time, so I think it's going to... Oh, for sure. I think it might be a part two in the next episode. Also, we said we were going to talk about Jedi Survivor, but (laughs) that's coming up. (laughs) We'll table that one. Yeah, we'll table that one. For next episode. Yeah. But yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Go ahead and listen to the Breath of the Wild episode too, you know, if you want to get yours all in. Yeah, I think that we do our Game of the Year episode for 2022. I think that's where we talked a lot about it. And that's also just like if you haven't listened to us before, that's a good way to get our taste and just kind of listen to our episode. That's a nice long one. And then I think there's Breath of the Wild is in the title of one of our older episodes. And you can check that out as well. So thanks so much for tuning in. You know, we have a YouTube. We have Subscribe. TikTok. We've got a Instagram. Leave us a you can follow us there. <laughs> and Brandon's going to be graduating soon. So Yeah, graduating. Literally, we're recording this the 23rd, a week from now. So shout outs to Blake for just being in my corner and <laughs> just being a hell of a Shout out to you, friend, man. You're going to graduate, dude. A friend throughout that process, man. And Everyone who supported the podcast, this has been really fun to do throughout my education. So thank you all too. So. Yeah, I can't believe you had the time to do it, man. Yeah. School's just so much. And it's a lot. <laughs> Props to and you, we man. We got through it and we're going to party hard to celebrate. So <laughs> You know what they say, work hard, play yes, hard. Yes, sir. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks so much for tuning into the Sticky Buns podcast. The best way to help us is just to share it with a friend. So share it with a friend if... I don't know if you think they like Zelda or if they don't or if you're trying to convince them. <laughs> get into the series. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Brandon. Let's end it up.